All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this episode of Parables from the Pit, the Warrior Week podcast. Coming up pretty early fucking in the morning, man. It is. <laughs> 6 a.m. is your podcast. Usually we do this at night and then we go dinner. Uh, but on this special occasion, uh, we had to do it pretty early in the morning. And so it is. And uh, our guest this week is uh, Dr. Todd Wendell from Warrior Week 56. Welcome to the studio, man. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. All right, what's going on? So we have some coffee. Usually we don't have some coffee, but now we have some coffee because it's early in the morning, <laughs> and that's how we roll here at the Parables of the Pit. So, hey, man, talk to me how how this whole thing uh, came across your lap uh, and what was going on in your life, and how did you come across Warrior? Uh, you know, um, <laughs> it was a it was a time in my life that things were good, and um, I was always seeking something more. Hmm. And it, it, was, it was a constant kind of, um, you know, soul search. My yeah. heart, heart was, like, constantly yearning and came across um, Warrior Book and um, jumped in. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> we were just talking about hunting and stuff. I was actually off to a hunt, but I had, like, a six-hour drive to one of the areas uh, in Utah. Okay. And um, it, as you guys do so well, I'd upsold, and I got the audio version of it. Yeah. And literally just consumed that entire book on the road. It was just, like... And going through, and I was like, I knew I needed more, mm-hmm. and the only, I knew I was like, this was what um, was settling in for me. And um, anyways, fast forward to you and I having a conversation, yeah. um, jumping into Warrior Week 50, um, but one of the conversations was that, uh, you, I remember it just echoes in my mind, you said, you know, I get it, man, You're, everything's good, but good is not going to be good enough in the future. Mm. And it just, it stuck in my heart because I knew that. Mm. I knew how it was showing up as a dad and a, as a husband was good, but it was good based on what uh, society said was good. Sure. And um, I just knew there was something more. Yes. And um, I had to bail out of uh, Warrior Week 50, mm-hmm. um, have that conversation with you. And I said, but I, I just, we had business shift. Uh, I lost like two staff and uh, made, made, <laughs> made a story around it. Um, but came back in 56, and uh, um, it was life-changing for sure. So, um, yeah, I remember that conversation, man. Uh, typically, dude, I had a, you know, tons of conversation with all the guys that come in, but the, the thing is I won't remember what the fuck I had for dinner last night. For some reason I remember, uh, um, like, key peak conversation. towards You typically towards the end, I don't know where the fuck it is, but I remember, like, conversation with, with – uh, with guys coming in, that initial conversation, that initial thing that really puts it in the gear of the, the pursuing more about this thing that at that point you have no even you have you have no fucking idea what worry week. It looks like this this it looks like this thing that's gonna change you, right? And you're like, mm-hmm. why do I why do I want to change anything about my life? And, and in your particular case, it's like, dude, it, like everything everything is working. Yeah, everything is working. And and then the question was really like, okay, if everything is working, what is assuring you that this is going to continue work, right? Or it's going to work even at levels that is better, because you get older, your biology gets older, mm-hmm. uh, your relationships get more mature, and they get older in terms of when they started, right? They age. Um, exactly. Your your children. <laughs> They they definitely get older and they change, and and the dynamic change happens in them. So we change at a certain rate as adults. They change times twenty x times ten x emotionally, intelligently, intellectually, spiritually. They're a fucking sponge, right? And so when you sit there as a dad and as a husband, as a family man, and you're like, okay, things are good. Now the question becomes, is it good enough six months, a year from now? Because these kids, they're going to need more, 100%. And what's my blueprint and what's my strategy in order for me to become more? Because if I have a cup full of coffee right now and it's great, right about 20 minutes, I can guarantee you the cup is empty. And if I don't have a refill mechanism, well, guess what? There's not going to be any coffee to give to anyone for a while. Huge. So uh, that kind of moves you, and, uh, and you make the move. You come in, and inside of that experience, I think uh, Warrior 56 was a, um, 
a very unique worry uh, worry week and uh, a very unique uh, video also came out of it um, that had massive amount of impact on thousands of guys uh, the video that came out of worry week 56 was titled you um, and the conversation that took place is something that resonates so much with everyone because uh, the whole concept of that is like you know like almost of your life you've been doing everybody else but you never do you right and it's it's this thing that you do you type of thing that became like huge and we we played that video at multiple events we played at warrior welt we played at um, a few other events um you know even at warrior con like you got like almost a thousand guys sitting in there and they're watching this eight nine minute video, and it it's it's a conversation just about themselves, and it's the image of of you guys going through it. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, all worry weeks are are, are are unique, but that particular one became very popular in terms of you know uh, the work and the images and the effort and what you've guys gone through. What was your experience sitting in the fucking crowd watching that? <laughs> Yeah, um, other than tearing up because it just, it, it, there was a frequency that just resonated so high yeah. at that time. And, um, I, you know, I've heard uh, a lot of coaches uh, um, say this a lot, that there, there was a reflection. Oftentimes there's a reflection of a group that's coming in. And in that group, <clears throat> um, we talk about still to this day that there was more dad issues um, than any other group yeah. uh, that had been in there. Um, and, and me in particular, I didn't, but there was this aspect of putting on masks. Yeah. And I think that resonated across all of 56 is that we had surrendered ourselves, yeah. meaning that we literally lost, and I know for, for me personally, I lost myself. Yeah. And this was in life. And to be able to have that concept come back full circle and be about you and, yeah. and family. And yeah. it's those, those three are those two components my three kids, my queen, but me first. Right. I got to take care of me. Yeah. And for me, it's just been a journey of taking off mask after mask after mask after mask. Absolutely incredible. Um, you know, when you talk about your practice and what you do, obviously, you're a doctor, you're a healer, and inside of that, uh, you know, uh, act of service is nothing new to you, right? You, li you live by that operating system, which is act of service. And and uh, and in your practice, in particularly, um, is to readjust the tunnel that carries the light, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you know, if 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 the tunnel gets curvy, or if there's a blockage, or if there is, uh, you know, a dude that is causing issue inside of the fucking uh, tunnel, uh, the, the whole the whole practice is, hey, let me. Let me create the flow where the light can actually circulate. And, and we're talking about it being a chiropractor. We're talking about the connection between the brain and the spine and the entire biology uh, as we know it. Absolutely. Um, how long have you been in practice? Um, going on 17 years now. 17. Yeah. Talk to me how this whole – how did it start, man? Like, it, is it – was it a calling that you have to be a chiropractor? Is it something you discovered? Is it something that, you know, it was an incident or an event that once you came across is like, fuck, man, this is what I'm going to be? Yeah. Good, good question. I was, uh, I graduated, <clears throat> my undergrad degree was in kinesiology. Yeah. And um, I was, um, I always, uh, you know, um, uh, tout myself as being on the forefront of a lot of things. Um, but I also lost my ass on a lot of things because it was like before the time I was opening um, personal training studios, yeah. like boutique studios. I was trying to get stuff online. I actually had a website doing a bunch of of uh, nutritional uh, counseling and setting up uh, workouts, but it was too soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so nothing really kicked, and it just kept driving me. And um, when I was working with uh, clients, yeah. uh, training clients and stuff, there was like this, I couldn't do more. Mm. I mean, I always wanted to do more for people. Um, uh, and, and I started going back and reading text and going back to the nervous system controlled everything. Yeah. And I was like, well, if that system's not healthy or if it's not connected, I mean, that, that could be crazy. And one of, uh, one of my clients that came in, he was a chiropractor down the way, and he goes, you should go to chiropractic school. Everything you teach, everything you talk about, 
And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that makes some sense. So I dove in and I was like, my wife actually always wanted to go to chiropractic school. Mm. And, and, um, and I was just kind of, it was just never on my chart. I was very medically minded in sports injuries, like going that direction. And uh, um, the more I started to dive into it, the more it was like, this makes sense. I can do this. I mean, if that nervous system's not working, I don't care what type of strengthening you can do. If there's a disconnect, there's a disconnect. And the more I started to dive into it, the more I started to get passionate about it, understanding it. And just like you said, um, starting reading some of the philosophy, and one of the founders was talking about chiropractic is nothing more to connect man the physical with man the spiritual. And mm. I'm like, man, there's a higher connection here in this in this electrical system in this body yeah that if you can help remove and allow that body to heal that 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 person can connect better and i was like there's no no higher calling for me at that time than to do that you know for years i was a fucking idiot uh and uh meaning that when it came to chiropractor um this is up to warrior week 53 so we with up to four you fifty three man, I was like ah. <laughs> so like we had we had a number of brothers inside of the brotherhood at chiropractors and they would come in and in our empire events they would fucking adjust guys left and right <laughs> I'm like what the fuck man why are you getting a free adjustment bro pay for it man yeah <laughs> and and so anyway but but like I like they're like hey Coach Sam you want to adjust I'm like no bro so like I was a fucking idiot because I've always seen. And perceived it as the me- me- like a mechanical aspect. Yeah. Okay. I'll take your back and I'll and I'll adjust it. No, I don't want anybody fucking with my back. I don't want to be paralyzed. I don't want like one move to make me, you know. So anyway, completely fucking uneducated. Yep. And as well as a slave to a fucking story. So uh, Warrior Week 53 happens, and uh, one of the guys comes in uh, in in the game is a chiropractor. He also has an uh, he has his offices. Uh, it's Dr. Daniel Kimbley. He has his offices downstairs where we are. Obviously, Garrett has been going to uh, the chiropractor like forever, right? And when we had our offices in Ladera Ranch, he was like, "Hey, man, chiropractor, chiropractor twice a week. You bring my kids." I'm like, "Man, that's a waste of fucking time." <laughs> and. and because I didn't know, right? Yeah. And and I was completely fucking hijacked by this massive story. And I'm sure there's a lot of guys right now listening to this that are dismissing this the, the word chiropractor or that had the same fucking story that I had, which is all like, I don't need anybody to manually adjust me. I'll fucking self-adjust, you know, crack my back. Or, you know, my friend will crack my back. Or listen, man, like that... Like that, that you don't understand, you're a fucking ignorant to it, right? And yeah. so you'll make up all these stories. So, anyway, if this is you and you're resonating with this, you like just like listen up, man, because you know, th- th- this dude comes in, Garrett goes in, and I'm like, and Garrett started talking to me to say, hey, man, chiropractor. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. I, and I start like, I start, I start going into it. But prior to that, sorry, prior to that, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't that conversation. Prior to that, I have hurt my ankle. And uh, this was two years exactly from now, because two years from today, we did the Tough Mudder 24-hour race. Myself, just you all, Garrett, and um, Brandon Duncan, and the entire team, we had, like, the Warrior Tent at uh, World Toughest Mudder in Las Vegas. And uh, I think my ankles was fucked, man. Like, I, I, don't, I shouldn't even be there. I did close to 25 miles or 30 miles with all the fucking penalties. Garrett and Jesse did 50 miles. Amazing. 24 hours. Like, we had these... You know, these moments where we're all fucked up having soup in the tent and then running and <laughs> continuing. And, uh, and, and it, it was almost like six months where I was dealing with the ankle pain. And, and the ankle pain happened through, during one of the uh, training evolution that we had with um, the, the uh, Navy SEALs that, that, <laughs> that took us for a beatdown for a weekend. And uh, one of the things that we did is that we carried these boats into the ocean and we got our ass kicked like for four, four to six hours because it's just we couldn't pass the waves. Once we passed the waves, we had to come back and the waves would fucking like smack us back. And and uh, one of the stupidest fucking thing that I did in my life was we had these lifeboats and these lifeboats have these kind of like straps on the sides. And it's really for you to hold on to because the, the lifeboats that we had was like the rafting version. You know what I mean? It was like... <laughs> Um, you know, because those typical actual boats, the the uh, the floating boats, are like ten to twelve thousand wow. dollars. The ones we had were like a twelve hundred dollar version from 
from Amazon, and we like you know that's that's what they train us with, and mm. and uh, they were just for rafting. So for rafting, you have these handles that you can hold on to, especially if you're in the back. So I'm sitting in the back, and and my role is just the, the the router, right? The guy that just you know routes and everybody else pedaling. So I'm supposed to go left and right, and obviously I'm fucking that up because <laughs> I'm like, I got fuck left, right, okay. And then what I do is that I put my both my feet in the, in the side straps so I can stay stable, you know, because <laughs> the waves are fucking Eddie guys. And so we're on our way back. This wave hits us. The boat flips. So now I'm upside down. Hanging from the boat with my uh, in the water uh, with my ankle, it's like kind of an upside down pull ups. Oh. And then there's another wave that comes in and kind of like takes the boat and pushes it forward. And like my body weight is pulling me down. So it, it's that stretch, this weird fucking stretch that happens. Yeah. So my ankle really gets like fucked, right? Pain, massive pain. Uh, you know, and for the next six months, like, we don't know what the fuck it is because it's it got swollen a little bit, but it's like this like who the fuck has an ankle spring in the fucking water, man? <laughs> like you How can get that, that basketball soccer. I get that, yeah. right? You twist it and it's like what the fuck? Anyway, <clears throat> so for six months this minor pain is there, minor pain is there, and it's not going away. Every time I engage in, in soccer or any other activity, it just and I do the the word tough uh, mother with it, it was the biggest fucking mistake because th that thing fucking blew up apart oh, now. Man. And like, man, it's like fucking almost nine months and this thing is, is it going to be permanent? So it's all fun. And then Jesse talks to me about this place called um, the <clears throat> the Human Garage. It's a place that opened up here in, in California. I said, hey, man, you should go check this out. At that time, Jesse was in uh, was in Seattle and Jesse was like kind of traveling uh, for that. I'm like, if he fucking travels for it, it's got to work. So, OK, I'll go. And I go in and they signed me up for six months. Believe it or not. It's, it's a group of Cairo and massage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, for six months, every week, once a week, I would leave my house at 4.30 for an appointment that would be at 8. So to wow. beat the traffic and shit like that yep. in L.A., do that shit, come back, lose half a day almost, be back around 11.30, 12. That's a lot, right, for just going there. But this kept happening kind of automatically, Right. Uh, it, as if I was drawn to it. I wasn't yeah. even realizing that it's happening, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that led to getting in with Dr. Uh, Dr. Kimberly and like really staying committed with it. Until this day, I go twice a week, but it's kind of not me, cho me choosing. It's weird, man. It's, look, man, it's been seven years. I play soccer every sunday right and i wake up at five and i'm, I'm excited to go and come back wow. right i'm just i'm just pulled towards it and i haven't missed maybe one or twice because of travels the same feeling is now showing up is visiting the chiropractor and it's not like you know it's not like i'm playing and it's fun it's 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 really a five minute visit mm -hmm. But I'm on Mondays, I am aware of that. It's not something on my schedule. I don't even put it on my schedule. Right? If you look at my schedule, everything is on the schedule. This thing is not on schedule, but my body is aware of it. Right? There's a sense of awareness. There's a sense of we need to go there. There's this. So it, it like it hundred percent is biological and spiritual. Yeah. And it's coming together and it's and it it wants it because that's where the, the, the alignment happens with universe. The alignment happens with, you know, this this bigger connection that unified us in a field, right? If if you if you visualize a unified field and then we're all part of it, and if one or two is out of alignment, the signal of I am out of alignment is going to circulate inside of that unified field, right? I'm not saying it's going to disturb it. I'm not saying it's going to fuck it up, but it's going to, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to signal its, its, its status, Absolutely. right? And, uh, and, and there's a, there's a response that comes back, right? And sometimes the response is the human garage. Sometimes the response is the chiropractor that, fucking literally underneath your office, like first floor. <laughs> and the, res uh, the response is, dude, Dr. Ted, one, uh, Todd Wondell, inside of our game, or so many other chiropractors that are s around you. And like, at one point, you can't fucking deny it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're like, 
Okay. Like, <laughs> I'm in the fucking field, man. And so that completely, and I'm sharing this in depth because this is important. There's a guy that's there that never had an experience with chiropractor or, you know, thinks that life sucks or, you know, physical issues, maybe, uh, you know, overweight, maybe, you know, uh, sicknesses. Not only my pain went away from my ankle, I also had a knee pain that that got away. I had any kind of pain, I bring it up to, to my chiropractor before anybody else. And, um, and we kind of go after it. You know what I mean? And in the past, I was a guy that didn't feel shit, uh, meaning that my signals were all shut down. So it's not like, oh, you would adjust me, and the next day I feel like, oh, I feel so much better, and I, I sleep better. There's a lot of guys like that. But that wasn't me. I couldn't, I couldn't send It's still not me. But what I've grown to know is that if there is pain and if I believe in this ecosystem, this unified field, and I and if and if I trust the process in the healer's hand, um, the pain goes away. That's all I know. How it works and who made it, who makes it works and all that stuff could be an interesting investigation. But quite frankly, I don't give a fuck because right now it's working for me, right? Yeah. Which made me believe in the practice. Um, and I've always knew this that that you know, healers existed ten thousand years ago, absolutely before the modern medicine kind of took the edge and before like pharmaceutical kind of invented the you know sedative way of dealing with pain, yes. right? Yes. Uh, and so it's like deep down inside, if we consider ourselves an old soul, hey man, we lived in the past, so we already know this, mm -hmm. and we come back to recognizing. Uh, that this practice is an ancient practice to heal, and it was another human to not. And you know, there, there, there's few other practices that comes with this that people find fucking spooky, but it's true. It's like energy therapy and light therapy and all that kind of stuff that kind of that kind of that kind of supports the this mechanism. So the reason why I'm sharing this in depth and this got a little bit long is because there might be a guy out there listening to this and that never, ever, ever fucking considered the possibility of changing your biology and changing the way you think uh, mm -hmm. by going to a chiropractor for a period of time. And the chiropractor may be the guy that is next to you, right? Or the guy that you see every fucking day or your coworkers that go to them. Like, it's, it's around you. Guaranteed fucking teeth. <laughs> Guaranteed it's around you. And so I, today I come up to I come to this this foundation where, truly, if you build a pyramid in terms of what we do to, to to stay healthy, right? Mm -hmm. Hundred percent, without a fucking doubt, the bottom of the pyramid is the nervous system, mm -hmm. right? And how you how you heal that nervous system. Then on top of that layer comes in, you know what what we can call like nutrition, right? What what we put in. Then on top of that comes in, you know, physical activities, exercise or whatever that. Then on top of that comes in all the, you know, all the hacks, if you want, the supplements, everything. Yes. So problem is everybody goes to the top of the pyramid and they start taking these supplements. Yes. They don't address the uh, this physical movement, the physical flow. Oh, sorry. I missed one. So we got we got the nervous system. On top, we got like sleep and kind of meditation, right? Mm -hmm. Like to, to suppress cortisol, to like just meditation overall, man, right? That's awesome. Then we got nutrition. Then we got physical activity and movement. And then we have all the hacks, mm -hmm. right? At, at, the, at the top of the pyramid. So everybody goes to the top of the pyramid after the hacks, right? I'm going to take this pill. I'm going to take this supplement. I'm going to take these, which, which I'm not saying is shit, but I'm saying it's covering just a little bit of the surface. Yeah. Right? But the, the, the foundation of this is, is your nervous system. So if you don't even handle that, all the stuff that you do, it's, it's kind of like ongoing work with ongoing struggles for results. Absolutely. So anyway, that's my self-discovery and self-education. I don't read any fucking book. I don't listen to any chiropractor. I just look back today in this conversation and I watch my my... Um, you know, my path, what took place from a guy that was that was like, no, bro, you know, like, <laughs> to a guy that now truly sees that literally the, 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 the body can heal itself and believes in that. Because if I don't believe in that, man, like then then I'm not really believing in my bio biology. Yes. And that's a fucking problem. Big time. If I believe in more into medicines and pharmaceuticals, man-made created shit, then my biology, which was, which was God created, then then there's a fucking problem. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. 
And I talk about this all the time is that uh, it is arrogant to think that man has a better solution than our innate or God-given ability to heal. And right, that's right, that, the right, basis for, right, for that. Right. But I was writing on this this morning, and exactly what you said, we try to make it more complex, way more complex. And if you think about, like, like you're talking about that top, that supplement, that's what it is. It's to supplement something in your life. It's yeah. not to be your core. And, um, I, you know, I, I told this to Garrett, and this resonates across the board with you as well. I was like, you guys are able to communicate the chiropractic message better than most chiropractors. <laughs> and and uh, just in the simplicity, you will find you will find the essence of life. It really is in the simplicity. We try to make it complex. And, and one of the things I teach practice members, I teach people all the time, is the concept of start here. Yeah. Start at the basic. Start at the simple level of that nervous system and your body's ability to heal. And then if that doesn't work, then you can level up. Then you can take it to the, the necessities of, of some of these other things like medicine and surgery. My mom had um, pain at the bottom of her feet for a while, and so she came down here. I'm like, hey, man, okay, uh, we're going to take you to uh, you know the chiropractor. And so she gets one or two treatment, and then she's like, oh, you know, I don't know what he did, but now I have pain in my back. So then before I would fucking freak out, I'm like, this fucking idiot, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. fucking, you know, rip this guy's fucking face off. Hurt what did mom. you, what did you fucking unadjust? What fucking thing in the back that you screwed? Yeah. But then I sit down with her because now I'm, I know, right, from, a, from my place of, I'm not a doctor, but from my place of certainty, um, I said, look, he, basically what he does is that he frees the signals that happens in your spine. And in the past, these, these, these signals would not get to the area that needed to get. So why are you feeling pain is because originally the pain started somehow there, but then it was masked by something. So now it's kind of showing up there. And so when he does this kind of thing, these things show up, the, the pains show up that they were masked, but know that this is temporary, right? We, we, are, we are managing the true signals, not the false signals right so you know it's my mom right so she's like listening but at the same time she's hesitant so i can see myself in her yeah but and then she went back to canada but if i would have like you know two three more weeks she like and she would continue to go then she would see that the back pain now it's 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 also gone and and suddenly the pain is no longer manifesting itself so there is a uh, you know, I learned with adjustment when you, you know, I remember like I had back, like I would have a lower back, not a lower back, or maybe it was like right where your ass is, the muscle on top of that. I would have, I would have pain in there when I would do like, you know, a lot of like uh, deadlift and repetitions, you know. And we went there, and he kind of like uh, adjusted me. And what happened is now this fucking pain was like constant. Like I was like, hey, bro. Before I was doing the deadlift and the pain was coming up. Now it's like it's there. <laughs> and then after a couple of days, now it's no longer there. Right. Yeah. And now like so there is this whole. I'm able to to feel things, now. not feel, but I'm able to detect things now. Right. As of before, yeah. my awareness was not sharp enough. So I, I can sit here and manifest as somebody that went from 42 years of being an idiot inside of that <laughs> that conversation <laughs> To somebody that says, well, dude, like, here's what, here's all I did, right? It's not that I closed my eyes and, and, I, and I believed like a dumbass. No, I just sharpened my awareness. Yeah. And, and, and two, twice a week when I go, it's like sharpening my pencil. It sharpens my awareness. And I'm in more in tune and more in receiving mode than I ever was. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Do you see that with... Your patients, do you see that inside of your practice? Yeah, and um, it's it's like literally your body's ability to adapt in its environment becomes honed, mm. and you you resonate. And we know this to be true in science. You resonate at a higher frequency, and uh, I think that's what's amazing about Warrior. Like when you pulled up the, in, 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 uh, you resonate at a frequency, and yeah. that attracts. Yeah. Um, but we we run off this concept: garbage in, garbage out. If we're taking in bad stimulus or that stimulus is not connecting to our brain, what are we giving back out? We're giving garbage. I mean, if you, if you read shit 
you're going to actually communicate shit. Or, you know, if you're taking in pornography, you're taking in alcohol, you're taking in bad nutrition, all these types of things, the nervous system is a reaction to what we surround ourselves in our environment to. And then, like you're saying, if we can remove some of these interference, if you can improve and heighten that awareness, the body starts to thrive and resonate at a higher frequency. We just know it to be true. It's a body electric. It's amazing. You know, it's crazy, but it brings you it brings you to a place when uh, you know if you want to talk about the spirit and the soul, this this thing inside of us, right? That kind of governs the body, that kind of governs our spirituality, that kind of governs our you know emotional intelligence and our thoughts, uh, governs and witnesses it, and it's the command and control center. You want to call it the soul, whatever the fuck you want to call it. You know th this this thing exists inside of us and the existence of this thing that the, the the manifestation and its existence it's through light and through electrical pulse right mm -hmm. um, and if you look at electricity it's never lost right it's never lost it 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 goes from point a to b and you can have resistance that that <laughs> you know kind of creates takes away its power. Yes. Uh, you could have it in full current flow, and now you have a generator, right, that it's actually fueling. Uh, and then once it's, like, shut down, it doesn't go away. It, it literally gets transformed somewhere else. Yes. Right? So it goes somewhere else. It goes to something else. It goes to another conductor. And the conductor takes it to another conductor. It just, even if it goes inside of a resistance, it it's preserved in there. Yes, you know it's not like it's fucking lost. <laughs> um, and so if we think about that as as our as we think about our body and we think about our biology and we think about our soul, then then the the spine and the brain is is where the soul resides, and the frequency you talk about. And the resonance that comes for that is what you're willing to put in and what comes out. But inside of that, it's like like the majority of it is already in you. It's preserved. Yes. And if you have all these resistance blocks inside of you, then your power just kind of gets reserved in those resistance blocks, right? Correct. And you slowly remove them. Maybe there are thousands of them. Maybe there are millions of them. Yes. Maybe there's two of them. I don't know. But as you start removing them, then the current circulates at full capacity. Right? Absolutely. And there are so many, so many things that could create those resistance. Trauma, drama, psychological issues, uh, physical issues, which is usually mm -hmm. a manifestation of uh, emotions. Uh, <laughs> right before you, I had a, um, a Jeff, a medical doctor that was here, and we talked about ER. And he has seen 190,000 patients. <laughs> like, he's seen 190,000 people that came into the ER, right, wow. over the course of his, uh, uh, of his career. And I asked him about, you know, like, typical, like, what is it, man? Is it gunshots? Is it accident, car accident? Is it, like, you know, what's the, the cat, number one category that comes to you in ER, right? And he says, believe it or not, it, it's, it's, it's a pain that is manifested because of emotional distress. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there's so much emotional distress that a, a, a anthill becomes a fucking mountain, right? And they bring the mountain to ER. Mm -hmm. uh, so I would think that would be like, ah, a guy coming in with an eye. Like, it's yeah. just those cases are fucking rare, man. It's like 85%. He went to that. He says 85%, at least of my personal encounter, has all been emotionally. Like, it's an emotional wound that now it's manifesting itself in the biology. Yeah, it's Isn't cascading. that fucking crazy? Yeah, it is crazy. Isn't that the scientific the proof that the body can heal himself? Yeah, absolutely. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. Like, it's like, okay, I get it. You, you, you get your arm cut. You know, it's not an adjustment that's going to fix that, right? No. Mod modern, modern medicine is created for that. It's a limitation, yeah. <laughs> but when you have all these skin diseases, all these things, these rashes, internal pains, and linked to a manifestation of emotion, anxiety, and stress. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, that is the proof that the body can heal itself. Oh, it's amazing.
It's amazing. I, you know, I love talking about this stuff, and and um, it just brings up. I had the um the pleasure um to um sit for two three days and listen to Bruce Lipton. And, oh yeah, yeah, I know yeah, that guy really well, yeah, man. So and uh, but one of the things he walked us through, and this is twenty years ago. Um, was the concept that um, we had it all wrong in biology. We yeah. think that the DNA is actually the thing that actually is um, creates. Yes. And he was actually, well, long story short, you just got to go read his stuff. Or, or oh, I know his stuff really well. Yeah, but he was able to prove that actually what changes our DNA is the cell membrane. And yep. the cell membrane has receptors, and these receptors are connected somewhere else. And his concept, and, and he brings all this stuff to it, but it reminds me, like, um, there was two, two PBS specials that they did, one on schizophrenia and one on um, the, the frequencies of these cells. But literally, they swab a salivary gland of these patients, put it in a Petri dish um, with a solution, and then move those um, miles away. And they have them under a camera, and as you can see these salivary cells, and they, like, literally serve up a dish to these people, food, they don't get to eat it, they, they get to smell it, they get to see it, they get to, all these, and these, these salivary cells, miles away, start secreting saliva. And so his whole concept is that there is a frequency, our bodies are nothing more than a television, a receptor for a frequency that's beyond us. Yeah. And um, this goes into, I mentioned this, this schizophrenia, but um, he was talking about uh, how, and there's, again, a PBS special on how these people would manifest um, and uh, they would go from one personality to the next personality and literally manifest um, these, these scenarios. Like one girl, um, she was uh, you know, a 42-year-old female. Her eyes were bad. She had glasses. And then she would revert back to like a, a, a young toddler that would have to take the glasses off because her eyes would change. And he, and he was talking about in the, on this special that people literally had scars that would go away. Mm. Even when they ma manifest in different personalities, but yeah, you're exactly right. These are adaptations um, in our environment and and manifesting here, but above. It, too. It, absolutely true. I mean, uh, his book Biology of Belief is a must to to yeah. read. Um, and I I was at his um, I was at a conference and he was a guest not too long ago. I think about six months ago, five months ago. And dude, he talked about exactly what you talk about, and he talked about this new the new concept. As this is pretty fucking cool, he says, w like consider that your our memories are not actually in our head. Mm -hmm. Consider that our memories are in a unified field or in somewhere, and the reference to the memories is is what travels from the signal from our brain to that. Kind of like, um, kind of like you know, if you know anything about computer programming, there's this thing called the the pointers, right? Inside of computer program, and the pointers are, and this is old school fucking programming. <laughs> probably I've, you know, but but the pointers are basically happening at the machine, almost at the machine language, which is a geo coordinates of the actual information inside of the memory. So you have the you have actual information residing inside of a memory inside of a procedure that you're writing. At one point, you will call upon the geo coordinates of a script that is written somewhere else, right? Mm -hmm. And the pointers kind of uh, start pointing. Like, basically what I'm trying to say is, like, if you have, if you have a, a, a sheet of paper and there's content on that sheet of paper that says there, there can be pointers that are pointing at the specific sections of those, and each specific section of those has either data, information, or an actual script that could execute further pointers to go at further sheets and grab information or execution. And now you have thousands of these pointers, right? Yeah. And they, they in programming, they refer to once you lose the, um, once a pointer is lost, or once a, once a pointer is redirected to another location, then memory becomes available. <laughs> right? That mm -hmm. space becomes available because there's nothing pointing to it. Yep. So if there's nothing pointing to it, then it's available for someone to point to it and write, rewrite, or whatever. But if it's if it's something so if you have something pointing at it and if you repoint at what's pointing at it and you rewrite it, then you rewrite the information. But if you lose the reference to it, you kind of lost the data. Yeah. Okay. Now 
this uh, this might be fucking complicated listening to this <laughs> on the audio. It's like, what the fuck, man? These guys have smoked 6 a.m. in the fucking morning, man. I, I thought this it. was fucking parables from the pit. And my, but, but anyway, you, you bring this shit now to, to our... And this is what he was talking about, right? You talk about our brains and, and, and our um, nervous system is, is the pointers. Mm-hmm. So they're going to point to this memory... That is kind of like shared between everyone. Like, there's imagine like this huge sheet with all the shit is written on it, and we all have pointers to it, right? Absolutely. And then, then comes in the other. So that's his theory, right? It was pretty fucking science, scientific, which is memory resides outside of our brain, which mm-hmm. makes total fucking sense. Yeah. Because it like because you know that's why you have deja vu's. <laughs> okay, if dude, why the fuck am I having deja vu's? What is this concept? Then. You can add a spiritual aspects on top of it and say, you know, our soul leaves the body to come back and continue to learn, right? So it's this process of never going away. Again, I'm not saying that's the case. I haven't had the chance to go and come back, or maybe I had, but you know, and I'm talking about <laughs> that. I don't know. But what I'm saying is that this is what this is truly what what my belief system is is that it, th- there's a soul inside of me but this this has been this has been around for thousands of years mm-hmm. and uh and in this time in this time life I'm this major pointer that points at the script of my life on that piece of memory if we want on that unified right that's my script and uh can I change it sure or maybe not like we can stay here and say, okay, once your destiny is written, it's written, you have to follow this script. Or you can say, I have the power to change it. Or you can say, maybe you're fucking writing as you go, right? Both three theories can come in play, both coexist at the same time or be individually adopted. Mm-hmm. At the end of it, you're going to have to experience it, right? And uh, there's no one... I believe on this planet that would tell that can tell you that it's this or that because they're still here. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> if yeah. we have this podcast in another dimension, <laughs> then we can look back and say, you know what, bro? Yeah, it was that. <laughs> so, that, so, but I'm putting it all together, right? This is where this is where most of my most of my effort has been, and I I have to tell you that this has developed inside of me ever since I started uh, investing in my uh, you know chiropractor hmm. practice. And there is a merger, and I'm, I'm sure this is 100% true for you for past fucking 17 years. In fact, this is a fucking daily. There's a feeling inside of you that's very difficult to share, not because you don't want to, but you, you're just like, you don't know how the fuck it's going to be received. There is a, like, the, when you're a chiropractor, it's a, it's a blend, it's a merger of science and spirituality, the end. Yeah, it's beautiful. And, and when you're a doctor, it's mainly science, although a lot of doctors are blending now to 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 the year. so this concept this this ways of thinking in the past there was a you you either believe in fate that this is how the world is, it's created you either believe in science and this is how the world is created so it's a, if it's a religion or if it's you know some kind of practice you know your tool is fate if it's science your tool is experiment right by experience or you can follow your philosophy right or philosophers truly in our modern day, 2019, the reality is the guy that is aware is a guy that has that that sees the world, that sees life with a blend of these three ways: science, spirituality, and your own philosophy. Mm-hmm. That's it. it. And and I truly believe, at the bottom of my heart, that's what chiropractor is there's a science there's a spirituality and also there is not all chiropractors are the same fucking thing like you know some of them are like suck ass spiritually yes <laughs> and quite frankly they're not going to have that impact i mean they're healing but they don't know what the fuck they, they, they haven't accessed their own power inside yes so that's where the philosophy comes in right so you have that philosophy you have that spiritual development and you have that scientific development you put all those three together dude now that's a fucking lethal force. Yeah. Triple threat. 
So how this resonates with you and what I just said, like the blend of science and spirituality? Oh, it's it's beautiful. We used to have spa days at uh, in our chiropractic school. It was science, philosophy, and art blending all these oh, things. Yeah. yeah. So it was uh, these concepts. So actually, where Bruce Lipton, uh, you know, would would be brought in in a scenario like that, and it was uh, absolutely incredible. But what I resonate most with is, I, and I got to go back to Warrior Week. Um, I had a spiritual disconnect mm. because of, um, and, and I think most chiropractors, and I think most people can resonate at, at, at a level that um, when you have a passion for helping people, you have a passion for um, you know, doing something greater than just you. Um, I mean, I stepped into um, uh, seminary school. I've been led by pastors. I've been duped by pastors, all these types of things. And I came into uh, 56 with a spiritual disconnect. I knew there was God. I knew that <clears throat> there was a connection with God, but I had leaned on man to have that connection. Yeah. And it wasn't until 56 that I was able to shed all of that and be able to start to connect for me. It yeah. was my connection. Yeah. And um, it was uh, such an eye-opening journey to shed all that shit that I had put on. I mean, even from a little kid, yeah. I remember being in a church and having a pastor or what do we call him? Um, a prophet in yeah, the yeah, church. Yeah, We're bringing yeah. a prophet and speaking words over a little kid that was this like to just stayed with me for the longest time that I had to shed. And in Warrior Week presented a a avenue for me to release a lot of that shit to be able to free the soul, so to speak, yeah. and free that frequency to be able to connect at a higher level. So you know, life puts these um, characters in front of us, right? <laughs> Some are there to guide us. It's beautiful. And then, uh, and then we are left as adults with these voices inside of our heads that are either the voices that try to manipulate us at one point, so we're kind of like protecting ourselves against them. And there's these other voices of people that try to help us, right? But it's their voice. It's voice of people. And it takes so much space that it doesn't kind of leave room for the voice, and and uh, these voices pretend to be the voice, and we kind of subscribe to that reality until a while. And and then comes an experience like Warrior Week, where we truly, every single person has gone through Warrior Week, including myself, um, like truly shifts from information from God or about God to an encounter with God, and <laughs> that's where the difference is. Is like. You know, we don't look back and we say church and all these, you know, religion organizations are bad. It's like we look back and say it's amazing how that served me to be aware and all that information. Um, but but the encounter doesn't require a fucking broker in between. Yeah. And and anybody inside of any practice, any religion, any priest, any imam, any, you know, rabbi, any, uh, you know, monk or any other form of spiritual practicer would tell you the same. Would say, absolutely, right? And if you don't hear that, then it's because there's personal interest of a man in between, Yes. right? And so um, you can subscribe to that, but it comes with a price. And that price is the price of disconnection, and it's going to have a fucking cost in your life, which is Big time. this current that we talked about. <laughs> Bro, you're you're not you're not allowing it to flow. Like th there's pieces of resistance resistance put by man-made resistance inside of it. Like, and then once you remove that and you recognize that th this is all of it, right? Um, and the statement like "I am that I am" truly resonates from a scientific perspective as the flow of electricity and light. And and you're like, dude, like I am. I am on the path of enlightenment. I'm on the path of service. I'm on the path of knowing, knowing, not learning. Yeah, like I know now, <laughs> right? And um, and that creates a, a level of certainty inside of you that that attracts, that resonates. Like your wife is more attracted to that. Your children are, and they come to you for advice and consultation because Absolutely. of the attraction, right? Because mm -hmm. it's so fucking easy to get advice from Tom, Dick, and Harry right now on the fucking phone. Yeah. You and I, you back in the days, man, like, dude, when shit happened, like, we had to go in the room and close the room. That was it. If you had a window, good luck. Like, yeah, that was nice. If you didn't have a window, it was like, okay, stare <laughs> at the fucking wall, man, yep. and suck it in. Now it's like the slightest, the slightest argument 
if children are not really connected with you, they'll disconnect and they'll go search for connection somewhere else. Yes, absolutely. And they'll as fathers, it. we have to be fucking aware of that. And that's why like practices such as cardio practice sharpens the awareness ultimately because of that. So if you're a guy sitting there and like you, you're hearing this thing and you want to know the why you should fucking give this a try and why you should, you should sharpen your awareness is because if you're not aware of it, then shit is happening to your kids that you're not fucking aware of it. And it doesn't matter how much fucking books you read about fucking parenting. You're reading somebody else's fucking advice. You're not truly listening to your own advice. You're not picking up on your own fucking intuition because you have all these pieces of fucking resistance inside of you. It shouldn't be somebody else telling you how you're going to raise your child or your children. Like, period. I have nothing against knowledge. I have nothing against acquiring knowledge, mm -hmm. applying and testing some knowledge. Absolutely not. But, but you shouldn't go ask someone else and tell you, tell me what I should do because my son did this and my daughter did that. And they'll come back to you. It was like, oh, well, you know, he needs to do this. And that. like, they'll give you a fucking protocol. <laughs> like, that's the point where you have to start becoming aware. Like, the protocol is in your hand because the gift was given to you. It wasn't given. Like, your children were not given to them. They were given to you. So, I mean, like, it's kind of fucking contradictory. I'm sitting here, I'm like, like, think about a fucking priest. He's not allowed to have a kid, but yet he had all the fucking advices on children. Doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't want to bash any priest because they're holy mans. But, like, there's something that went wrong somewhere. If I'm going to hear anything about children, it's going to be from a father. Hmm. Like an actual father that has gone through the birth process that has seen, like, dude, like, all the emotional, like, dude, if that emotion doesn't exist, then the advice doesn't make any fucking sense. It's common fucking sense. Unless in the past, as an old soul, you were a father, and now you are a father, you're a priest. Then, then I'll subscribe to that, okay. And then again, for a lot of people, that's hard to swallow. <laughs> but that's the only explanation I can put behind it. That if, if, you're, if you're providing wisdom, it's because you already know. Right. And if you don't, then like, then I should know, like I should know, I should, I should exercise confidence and certainty that I know. And that's what attracts the kids. That's why they'll listen to you. It's not by fucking force. It's by this field that you create in your own house. Right. And this field of attraction. So, I mean, I, I implement that at my house and it's completely contradictory to any other like typical house. Like kids go to bed really late. Why? Because I come home really late. Yeah. So why kids go to bed really late? Well, because fuck, man, I don't want to not see them. In the past, seven years ago, yeah, kids were in bed. I would come in and then, okay, I got an hour for me and it's cool. And next thing you know, it's three days you haven't seen anyone. Yeah, been there. I changed that. How do I change that? Well, who the fuck says kids have to go to bed early? Well, you know, they're going to get a lack of sleep. No. And if they do, fuck it. They're going to, I'd rather them get lack of sleep than get lack of me. <laughs> that's beautiful. I like that. That's, that's but, but I mean, I've made decisions like that. And I, 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 I'm not saying that everybody is going to come and take that kind of extreme decisions. But I've made some changes because I didn't want to go with the flow. I would get mad all the time, all the time at my son when people would complain about him. Because the minute people open their mouth, I would assume that they're absolutely telling the truth without a fucking doubt. Yeah. And there's this poor kid that never gets like his voice expressed. And so we're in a place where, hey man, I'm like, bro, I know you fuck like I know you fuck up all the time. Like I just know my son, because he's like, you know. But so as long as you tell me the truth, we're fine. There's gonna be a consequence for sure. It's going to suck ass for sure. But you remain so much more powerful because you're not hiding anything. Mm -hmm. So I, like the, the analogy I have for him is if I come in your room and you have nothing to hide in this room and I know everything is everywhere, then how do you feel? It goes great. But I said, okay, if you have something here that you hide, and if I come in this room, what is your feeling? He's 10. Mm -hmm. He's like, um, well, I'll be nervous. 
uh, you know, in case you find it and you'll be like, how come you didn't tell me about this? And then you could be hurt, right? And so if you're hurt, that could hurt me. I'll go, exactly. <laughs> so, like, what if I come in here and you have some shit that you know is already going to get me mad? He goes, yeah, I, I won't hide it. I say, okay, then you'll deal, like, you deal with my madness. I get it. And then at the end, we'll both decide whether we keep it in the room or not. And sometimes it's going to be like, hey, man, it's got to go out. And you're going you're gonna to resist that. You're not going to want that. And, uh, and that's okay. Expect those days to come. Right? But most of the time, you get to keep your shit. And so that's the conversations we have. Right? And, and, and can I become a slave to parenting books and all this kind of stuff? Can I become better by reading? Yes. I, I, can, I won't become a slave to it, but I, I can become better by reading. But, bro, do I really have time to just, like, I'd rather spend that hour with my son than fucking read about my son. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And, uh, you know, just to compound on that, um, and, and this is where I came from for the longest time, again, before Warrior Week, but um, somebody's listening to this right now is probably <laughs> chewing on all sorts of stuff, but why will you not let yourself be connected? And that is the the pinnacle for me where I came from it was like I would I would do everything to not be as connected as I possibly could why would you not want to be at that highest frequency plug in to the 220 instead of the 110 you know just to get that massive amount and it came down my my queen and I we joked about it all the time and uh, uh, hopefully this doesn't offend anybody we're gonna laugh at this but she grew up Catholic yeah, yeah. and it was Catholic guilt yeah it was constant catholic guilt yeah and i find when i'm working with people most people are disconnected and stay disconnected because they cannot believe they cannot believe that they're god's favorite yeah. or they cannot believe that they could connect based on all the things that they've done and so the disconnect happens a body in your purpose your connections with god it happens with your relationships like you're talking with your kids all of that shit just starts to steamroll cascading effect of all of these things um, comes down on you because you will not let yourself fucking connect yeah yeah so fucking important and uh yeah man and that's what we do here right that's what <laughs> we do we it, it's it's uh we go under the bus so we find these things, and then we come here and share it on this fucking podcast or in other venues, you know, programs such as becomeaking.com. Uh, that's the newest, newest program here inside of Warrior that leads you to two paths, either the path of the king's journey, uh, which is a self-education and a self-experience um, you know, self, uh, uh, that involves us somehow uh, <laughs> remotely. Um, and also in person and proximity. So you may want to check that out. And as well as our empire empire journey, which is uh, definitely uh, a journey of proximity and a journey of, uh, of connection and a journey of uh, awareness and continuous awareness. So you'll find, uh, you'll find a video series about the seven pitfalls. Uh, you can educate yourself on those. You'll find audios and videos and transcript of this particular podcast here at warriorweeknow.com, and you'll find us on iTunes. But... Um, really, if, if, uh, if you would take a hunting gun, right, with a, you know, the sniper thing, because you're a hunter and you've been doing that, <laughs> and you have one shot, right? I know your wife took out that, uh, mass, how, how many pounds would that shit, man? Oh, he's eight, 900 pounds. 900 pound um, bull. Elk, bull. Yeah. So <laughs> your wife took that out with one shot amazing talk about science first right because yeah. know where to fucking hit and and skills and then and then uh the confidence and certainty to stand on top of a 900 pound beast and then cut it open and then fillet it and then pack it up in backpacks bring it to the to the car and bring it back back home in multiple trips and uh and then leave the rest there for animals and there we go and now we have 200 uh, pounds of meat for <laughs> for the rest of the year so if you are to take Let's say the same gun that your your wife took, and like, you know, put the laser and and looking through those lanes, you are sh you're aiming at the man right now, right? You're aiming at the man, and you're aiming at his heart, and like you're going to shoot these words inside of his heart as as an awakening message, right? What would that be? Hmm. Lose the shame and guilt. 
and step up to connection. And connection is, is all around you. I mean, it comes back to what we were just talking about. Connection is all around you. Stop sedating it. Stop running away from it and step into it. Beautiful. So if this resonated with you, if this pressed into your heart, uh, becomingking.com is where you actually start your journey. If this has uh, touched your heart and created vibration and you're already on the path of discovering that and you feel there's a man inside of your life, then go ahead and take the message and just fucking directly deliver it to this man in ways that maybe it's a phone call, maybe it's taking this link and sharing it with him, maybe it's you know a text, uh, maybe it's telling someone to tell someone else. Whatever the methodology is, man, like deliver the message to this man that you now identified that would resonate with the conversation here. Anything that we said here, anything. Um, you know, this is what we ask of you. So if you're, you've been on this podcast for the last hour and listening to this, uh, pay it forward. If it has given you anything, is if there's a gift inside of it for you, give it away right away. And that's that's how it functions here. That's what our expectation is, and that's why we keep doing this kind of podcast. Um, really, not to become popular. I like this podcast won't be the most popular podcast, guarantee you. The mm -hmm. kind of shit that is said here, but it's true. <laughs> like in this podcast, you won't hear a lie. No. Guaranteed, you won't hear one lie. So one thing we're proud of is lie-free podcast. Nice. <laughs> I like that. Um, so you'll find us more on worryweeknow.com. I want to thank uh, my guest, Dr. Dr. Todd. And uh, final words? Um, I just want to thank you for the opportunity. And uh, all that you guys bring to the table um, has changed my life. And um, I hope that continues. And, and some of these words today, like you said, resonate and uh, continues to um, uh, Make an impact mm -hmm. because there's too many men suffering and there's too many children connected to these men that are suffering and too many queens um, that are, are just yearning for, for men to step up. So step Be up, connect. Beautiful words. And uh, final words would be, uh, hey, man, uh, if you got the bullets, then, then go hunt them. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We will see you next week. Take care.